Hey, Enneagram friend, this is Abby Rodriguez, your certified and IEA accredited Enneagram teacher and coach. And today we are talking all about stress. So in this next series, we're going to look at the stress response for each of the nine types. And there was an initial introduction episode to this series. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to that first and then come back to this number. The audio for these episodes is taken from the Growth and Self-Care Workshop audio that's available for purchase for only $20 on my website if you want to learn more. This episode is all about the stress response for type 2. So for type 2s, like the rest of us, when they experience stress, first that shows up with some unhelpful tendencies in their own type structure. The gifts of type two, it's really like they become excessive and imbalanced. And so some of those tendencies, they become unhelpful. When twos experience stress and kind of dip down into the lower levels of their number, um, it shows up in them being exhausted. It's really this lack of energy to take care of themselves because they've they've taken on too much from others. There's too many needs or Um, relationships that they are tending to and and it gets this place where they lack the energy to take care of themselves and they're exhausted in this space in their own type structure that stress can also show up as being um, kind of jealous jealous of others that they love and, and really demanding more of those relationships than maybe is typical in the relationship or maybe is fair in the relationship or or maybe just hasn't been communicated clearly right it's not like this expectation that they and the other person in the relationship have agreed upon but in that stress space um, they kind of demand more of others in the relationship and sometimes uh, in a way that the other doesn't know how to reciprocate or or it's not typical and so they have no idea what is expected in this space they also can fall into codependency behaviors and and kind of lack boundaries of knowing where they stop and the next person begins um, and it can really perpetuate the temptation to have codependent relationships um, but also it can really blur boundaries it can show up in ways where twos are uh, unintentionally invasive or inserting themselves into others' spaces or allowing others to kind of blur the line and be inserted into their space in a way that uh, is not really caring for the two. It, it, they need some more boundaries around that to protect themselves and their space and their alone time, their resources, whatever it might be. If the two experiences so much stress or sometimes even just a certain type of stress, Type 2s will move to type 8 and take on some of the the characteristics of type 8. If they're not aware that they're stressed and they kind of get pushed over, uh, pushed across the diagram to their stress number, they're going to naturally go to the lower side of 8 and some of the unhelpful tendencies that are part of the type 8 structure. So in this space, the 2s become really demanding. You know, they can be even forceful in their expectations of others. Sometimes that's in... Um, subtle ways, like their tone is more demanding. Sometimes they raise their voice. Um, Sometimes they could even be physical, again, you know, depending on the the person that is leading with type two in this space. Usually they're more um, subtle indications of how they're feeling um, become more direct, you know, so if they are feeling unappreciated or feeling like people don't care, in their type two structure, usually that's communicated in very subtle ways. But when they're stressed, it becomes a more direct complaint or um, a more direct 
um, you know, argument or statement about others' lack of appreciation or or inability to help or others not being um, attentive or they're being careless. Um, in this shift of type twos moving over to this type eight space, they can be much more argumentative and and honestly, surprisingly aggressive because it's almost this drive of no one cares and then they're they have this assertive energy of the type eight that is fueling this feeling of um, people don't appreciate and they're not grateful for what I do and they don't know how much I sacrifice. Um, but it's a very assertive, uh, assertive uh, commanding space, not necessarily um, an introspective space like we talked about with the one. So if twos realize though that they're stressed, they can instead pause and choose to use their stress number as a resource. They can choose to access the high side of their stress number. So on the high side of type eight, the type two can use that energy to step into more confidence and to really be empowered to hold boundaries and and to say no when others ask too much of them or overstep boundaries or give them expectations that are not fair or, or inhibit the two's ability to care for themselves. That eight energy can really be a gift in helping them say no and to hold their boundaries and to feel confident and have that extra charge of energy in doing so. Um, This resource of type eight also invites the two to feel confident in their connections with others, you know, to feel confident that others won't leave just because they're having a hard season or because they have needs or because they can't help and give as much as they typically can. That type eight energy, um, it gives them some more confidence to know that others are there and with well-defined boundaries, their relationship can actually uh, be even better, not be hurt by that. Um, others really, we naturally respect when people have more solidified um, boundaries of this is where I stop and this is where you begin. It takes away some of the guessing game and some of the confusion of what's expected in the relationship. And so that can actually really help relationships thrive, taking on some of that eight energy for the two. And lastly, you know, this eight energy also gives type twos the courage to consider what is actually mine to do. You know, what of these feelings are actually mine? What of these needs should I really be inserting myself into or taking the initiative to help? Some of them maybe you should, but if you never pause and consider, is this mine to do? Should I be stepping into this space? Um, there's a lot of times that you step into things, spend a lot of energy, time, resources helping with it, and people didn't necessarily want your help or your presence, or it wasn't as helpful to them as you thought it would be. Um, and that's kind of a recipe for others being uh, ungrateful because they didn't actually ask for that help that you offered. And so then now they're not um, expressing gratitude for it. And so that eight energy can be really helpful in, in helping you consider, is this actually mind to do. So again, just a reminder to be kind to yourself, to be compassionate about your experience. You know, it's not about beating yourself up for some of the unhelpful behaviors that you notice, but rather the intention of bringing some awareness around this pattern. Um, and also so that you can give yourself some support. You know, some of these unhelpful behaviors that we're talking about, uh, they're related to stress. And so rather than beating ourselves up that we're stressed, The invitation is, could we be instead kind to ourselves and noticing, yeah, this isn't a great behavior. 
I'm just stressed though. And so can we instead provide some support and care for ourselves rather than beating ourselves up about whatever reaction we had. And so taking a moment to pause, to breathe, to check in with your felt sense in that moment. Um, Can you feel your nervous system dysregulated? Can you um, feel knots in your stomach or maybe there's a heat in your felt sense or a tightness in your chest? You know, what's happening in your felt sense? And pausing and noticing what's happening so that you can choose how you want to move forward rather than getting caught up in the reactivity of it. And, and really an invitation to name what you need. As you observe some of these pieces that are happening for you, what is it that you need if you're stressed? Is there a stressor that you can um, mitigate or remove? Is there some type of support you can add in to balance uh, the triggering aspect of that stressor? Um, or maybe is there you know a need that's not being met, a boundary that you need to put in place, or, or maybe just an area that you need support? So giving yourself some compassion because the reality is you're just stressed. That's why these things are happening. Hey friends, if this episode was helpful for you and you want to learn more, the content from this episode is from the growth and self-care workshop audio that's available for purchase on my website for only $20. The teaching audio is over four hours of Enneagram content where I walk you through type specific stressors and the natural stress response for each type and how we can better manage stress and how we can incorporate practices for self-care based on our type into our everyday life. The teaching audio is a digital download, so you can listen to it on your phone or your computer, and it also comes with a digital workbook. So I really want to encourage you to take advantage of that opportunity or to give it to a friend in this season if you have someone that's coming to mind that has a lot of stress and and needs some support to navigate that. 